Hi, I'm Fred Schonenberg, and thank you for joining me on the Venture Fuel podcast. At Venture Fuel, we help companies find new solutions by partnering with the best startups from around the world. On the show, you'll learn the secrets of business leaders who tap into startups and the founders driving extraordinary results. We'll consider new ideas, stretch our mindsets beyond the status quo, and in the process, discover how to leap the competition and fuel personal growth. We've been running the Real California Milk Snack Accelerator the past several months, looking for the best breakthrough snacks to tackle the $605 billion global snacking market. I'm thrilled to introduce two of the four finalists here today on the show, Cheese Bits and Peekaboo Ice Cream. Cheese Bits is premium cheese made easy with delicious flavors and very unique shapes like pearls and sticks. Peekaboo ice cream sneaks veggies into your ice cream. You got it. Mint chocolate chip that actually has two servings of spinach inside, and all you taste is creamy, delicious ice cream. Let's meet the founders, starting with Stefan and Sergey. Stefan and Sergey, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. It's great to have you both. And first off, congratulations uh, on making it to the finals. I know it was a long road to uh, go through. Yeah, it was. And uh, we're very happy to be here. And it was a very tough competition yesterday. So we're extremely happy that uh, we were chosen. Can you tell me a little bit about the origin story of Yummy Industries or specifically Cheese Bits? Where did the idea start for you two? Uh, Sure. Yeah, I can take that. Uh, It really started in 2010 when my cousin purchased a little countryside cheese uh, production facility in Eastern Europe. And he had this great concept of uh, snack and cheese, high quality snack and cheese that is convenient to consume, to eat and serve and share. And uh, so, but he didn't know much about cheese. So he traveled and uh, invested a lot into R&D. And he finally came up with the, you know, uh, he pretty much took a known shape from mozzarella. Like in Italy, they would make these tiny little uh, bowls of fresh mozzarella and brine for using salads. And he took that and he took the scamorza cheese, which is also an Italian cheese, but firmer with more texture, more taste, more creamy. And he combined them. And uh, he, you know, it took about a year, year and a half to perfect the production technology, the smoking process. And then about 2012, the product was born. And since then, it's been growing very nicely in the Eastern European market. And then along the way, he added the chechel sticks uh, and strings. And maybe two or three years ago, we were just spending time together and uh, this idea came up. Why don't we try this in the United States? And so Stefan and I had history. So I called Stefan up. He always said he wanted to invest and do something in the food sector. So it was perfect. So we've been, we partnered up and uh, been working on this since then. So yeah, I was actually running a hedge fund and uh, I was wrapping that up. And when uh, Sergey called, and uh, asked if I wanted to uh, start a cheese snacking business. And I, I was like, well, I don't know anything about cheese snacking. But me and Sergey, we did uh, have successful exits in our fintech companies. So, you know, I did know about startups, raising money, and then kind of how to structure the company so it can grow and scale. So the financial background is where I came in to uh, join the, the group. But uh, overall, like, you know, I'm super happy that Sergey asked me. And it's been a huge learning curve. You know, it's been great. You know, one of the things, you know, the judges look at, right, we look at uniqueness, 
scalability and taste. But I think one of the things, the, the last piece is, is the founder team. And you guys had such a unique mix in that your background wasn't, I'll say, traditional, right? You're coming at this from both of you had a fintech background, you're running a hedge fund, but there was this like passion that was palpable talking to both of you about, about the product and the cheese. And I think that fresh set of eyes looking at how you could do this a little bit different in the US market might have been one of the reasons that, that you all broke through. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Thanks. So looking at sort of the other judging criteria that I mentioned, I mean, taste, you know, we can't pass the cheese through the microphone, unfortunately, for everyone listening, because it is delicious. But what was it about cheese bits that really stood out that is is that special sauce uniqueness that pushed you all forward? I think Jim, one of the judges said it best yesterday, is just cheese. It's great tasting cheese, very high quality cheese, super convenient, you know, this super innovative and... uh it's very versatile. Like you can uh, give it to your kids. You can use it very quickly in the party or sharing with your friends. And uh, it was just all those things coming together. It's also a proven product that we know works. And the design and packaging was innovative. But and the, the biggest thing to us is we're creating a category. It's not just about the product itself. Uh, we will continue innovating. We will continue bringing new ideas to market. And uh, by creating this category, we're just opening up the doors for more innovation from other companies, which we welcome very much. So I think that those are, are all things that stood out. Can you talk about the importance of using Real California Dairy in your products and how uh, CMAB has been helpful thus far in your process? Yeah, I mean, it's been huge for us because, you know, our cheese is a traditional recipe made with whole milk and few ingredients. Uh, so we knew, basically, we had to get the highest quality milk uh, since it makes up pretty much 99% of the cheese. So we did a bunch of research, and you know we loved the fact that we could get our milk uh, locally. So our farm is only a few miles away, which really reduces the carbon footprint. And it's a family-owned farm, so we like that part. We also like the fact that in California, the seasons are mild, so we knew the milk would be very consistent. And uh, the rigorous and stringent guidelines of the dairy farms that basically to get the approval uh, meant a lot to us because I know, and I didn't live in California the whole time. Uh, I lived in Europe and I lived in uh, East Coast, also in Asia. And basically, when you saw the California milk seal, it was kind of like a huge seal stamp of approval that it was the highest quality milk available, right? So I knew that from being outside United States. So, you know, I knew getting that kind of seal on our cheese for a startup would be pretty much saying that it's made from the highest quality and that it's totally trustworthy to consume. So that part was huge. In terms of CMAB's help, you know, we wouldn't even be in the contest without CMAB, they've been hugely helpful to us, not only guiding us, giving us data, also giving us advice. You know, it's kind of funny because in terms of if you are doing any kind of startup in the dairy business in California, it would be like absolutely a no-brainer to contact CMAB and ask them uh, for guidance and help. Uh, so they've been tremendously helpful to us uh, in this journey so far. That's awesome. So 
one of the things that we put together as part of this program was was the mentorship piece of it, where we we tried to bring in executives and thought leaders across a variety of different call it pain points in the scaling up process to to help you guys sort of leapfrog any competitors out there. Can you talk maybe about who your favorite mentor was throughout this process and and, and why? Oh, yeah, that would be kind of hard. There there were so many good mentors. Pretty much everyone who came uh, and to give us advice was just amazing. And we learned a ton. That in itself was worth just entering the contest and getting picked as a semifinalist. But there are a few people that uh, stood out to me. One was uh, Russell Barnett from Mymochi. And the part about what he was saying kind of that touched me was the fact he was kind of an outside-the-box thinker in terms of marketing. So, you know, when you first start out a company, you're always kind of like thinking like, hey, I want to follow the rules and be more structured. And he was actually coming up with ideas that were just completely outside-the-box, including like, you know, buying refrigerators and putting it in the supermarket itself. I thought it was just, he was kind of inspirational in in terms of where you can kind of take this in terms of marketing. So I thought that was awesome. I love Darren Ezra from Power Brands. He was kind of like a realist, you know? So he didn't like pull any punches. He kind of like told you how it is, (laughs) which sometimes you need. And uh, I really appreciate that about him because... um, he was kind of like right to the point and he was able to tell you you should concentrate on your core aspects and not rely so much on all the frivolous stuff, you know, like trying to spend all this money on marketing. You have to make sure that your core brand and product is solid if you want to be successful. And the last person is um, Bridget Wolf from Mondelez. I thought she was maybe, you know, she's dealing with much bigger players than us. But I thought she gave us a great insight of what could happen to a smaller company once they grow up and become bigger. You know, so she was kind of able to kind of give us a little peek at the future of what would happen if you were successful and you got into like the big leagues. Awesome. Well, I'm so glad that you guys enjoyed it. Where can people learn more about Cheese Bits? Oh, that will be uh, on our website, uh, www.cheese-bits.com. And uh, in the coming weeks, we'll be ramping up our social media presence. So be on the lookout for uh, cheese-bits hashtag. Awesome. Well, Sergey, Steph, it's been so great. Uh, We wish you the best of luck in the finals next week. Thanks, Fred. Thank you, Fred. Thanks for having us. Now let's turn our attention to Jessica at Peekaboo Ice Cream. Jessica, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me today. Well, first off, congratulations. It was really exciting last night to see you win the semifinals. Thank you so, so much. It was really exhilarating. Can you share how Peekaboo came to life, the origin story of the company? Absolutely. I I would love to. I was actually practicing law for many, many years, and I thought, let me see if I can, you know, develop a side hustle and really pursue my passion. So I went to Penn State ice cream short course and learned all the intricacies of making ice cream. And then I came back and thought, let me just explore this further. So I opened up an ice cream shop. This was about 12 years ago here in Miami Beach, my hometown, and started making ice cream for hotels and restaurants. And then before I knew it, I had a bunch of little kids (laughs) who hated eating their veggies. And I thought they're consuming 
an extraordinary amount of ice cream with no nutritional value, except for that, of course, that comes from dairy. But wouldn't it be awesome if I could amp up that nutrition while maintaining the indulgence and the beauty and the joy that ice cream brings? So I started tinkering, experimenting on my kids who were the best taste testers in all the land. (laughs) And um, it was really scientific. I basically added as many veggies as I could until they noticed. (laughs) And then I scaled it back a touch. And the result is Peekaboo ice cream, certified organic and full of nutrition. I love it. And I mean, the the commercial that that you shared with us uh, where the kids are asked, you know, they take a scoop of the ice cream and they're asked what they taste and they're all like ice cream. And then it's like, well, what do you think of the beets in there? And the little girl's like, wait, there are beets in ice cream? A, it's adorable, right? Because you could just see her being like, wait, are all ice cream made with beets? And then when you actually taste your ice cream, it's true. It tastes like delicious, delicious ice cream. And you forget that there are vegetables in there. You wouldn't know it by tasting it. It's really impressive. Thank you so much. I mean, that was actually nerve wracking because kids are very, very honest. So, you know, we went through like such a big, this was a huge expense for me to do a commercial and like it took, you know, time and it was exciting. And then I was like, what if these kids, you know, like kids are honest, you can't feed them any kind of information. And obviously the objective was to get their very sincere, honest thoughts, but that could go a number of directions. So it was just so rewarding and validating to hear to the, hear their honest opinions. And as you know, the the person was taking away the ice cream and giving them the next flavor, they would chase the ice cream off the table. And then you know, one kid was even like, "Can you save that for me? Like, don't take that away. Just put. I want to see. You know, leave it where I can see it. <laughs> I want it for after." Um, so that was pretty fun. I love it. Well, we had we had some samples going into the semifinals in our house, and I will tell you that there are no more. Uh, they were all eaten and. Uh, I will not, not all the products got eaten entirely uh, by my family. So I think that's a win in itself. So can you talk a little bit about the potential value of partnering with the Real California Dairy in your products and, and how the California Milk Advisory Board has been helpful in this process so far? The California Milk Advisory Board has been extraordinarily helpful. I mean, I think this program in and of itself was super helpful. I mean, the mentors were top notch and came from different disciplines and careers and just it was an sort of an all-encompassing useful you know every session was like useful in and of itself um so the fact that the california milk advisory board presented this opportunity for all these startup brands and is helping nurture them even moving forward win or lose is incredible and in terms of you know as an ice cream company what we want is the highest quality dairy and i think it's universally known that the highest quality dairy comes from California. And particularly since we're an organic company, you know, can you, you can for sure hear that, right? Yeah, but leave it. I love it. Hey, you've got, you've got your audience, your target audience is in the background. They want more vegetables. That's what they're saying. I just want everyone listening to know that they're alive. (laughs) (laughs) And there's adults out there supervising, hopefully, obviously not effectively, but that's what mamas are for. Um, so there's nothing like real California dairy. So, you know, my hope and ambition is obviously to win this accelerator program and continue to partner and drive, you know, additional revenues to the, you know, California dairy industry. I'd also like to mention that this is a multitasking mom role right now. (laughs) This is why companies and investors need to invest in women owned companies and mom owned companies. (laughs) Boom. I love it. 
yeah, you just don't get distracted by kids wrestling in the next room. It's like the ultimate focus, right? It's the ability (laughs) to multitask, to handle whatever is right in front of you, get it done and move on to the next uh, opportunity or drama or whatever it might be. Absolutely. On to the next one. I've been on calls before where where I like, I just, I sympathize for the other person on the phone because for me, I I basically don't hear it. (laughs) Um, But happy to re-record because I'm assuming people don't want screaming kids in the background. I like it. Okay. So <laughs> it's authentic. It is very authentic. So you mentioned the, the mentorship part of this, and it's something we spent a lot of time upfront thinking about. And we wanted to make sure that uh, you were exposed to experts in all different disciplines of, of getting scaling up a company, right? Whether that is packaging and social media and marketing to actually, you know, the product itself to some of the other ways you can get a competitive advantage. Was there a particular mentor that stood out to you as your favorite? Oh, I really, I love them each in their own way. I mean, I was so fascinated by Perksy, the founder of Perksy. I was like, I mean, it was like sort of one of those moments where I was like, she's young and she's, you know, a woman-owned company and just killing it. So I found that inspirational just because I think the concept is super innovative, super useful. And she's just, you know, out there doing amazing things. From an ice cream perspective and just same industry, I thought the CMO of My Mochi not only was super helpful in just how he grew that company that's obviously in the same category. And I thought there were a lot of parallels also with Peekaboo because Mochi is innovative, different, not immediately recognizable to the American consumer. And he's done an incredible job growing that company. You know, the flip side of that is Peekaboo, for example, is in a recognizable format, right? It's ice cream, but with a very unique proposition, which is veggies. So I love that parallel and I love seeing that it can be done. And I was particularly grateful to him because he was kind enough to spend some time with me on the phone after the mentorship session and really walked me through sort of tips. And, you know, all the advice he gave me was, if I were in your shoes, which was helpful because someone in his shoes, you know, is not always applicable, um, you know, different budgets, obviously different team sizes, but he was very, very generous with his time and helpful in just giving me marketing strategies and to some extent really validating that what we're doing already is on the right track, you know, even in this environment. So, you know, not only were the mentorship sessions super helpful, but then all of the mentors themselves, you know, I've reached out to a couple others also. Bristol Farms was very kind also. So, you know, Roger. And and so, you know, it, it's not like this moment in time where they speak for an hour, but they were genuine in really wanting to help small brands. And I really appreciate that. Jessica mentions two of our mentors here. Nadia Masri, who is the founder of Perksy, which is a next generation consumer research company that uses mobile to get real-time, hyper-targeted insights. And Russell Barnett, who is the CMO of MyMo Moshi Ice Cream. He is a famous change agent of category-creating products like Pop Chips and Mike's Hard Lemonade. Jessica, how can people learn more about Peekaboo? People can visit eatpeekaboo.com. That's our website. They can order online. They can find us at retail, depending on the region, in Safeway, Whole Foods, Lowe's, Spartan Ash. Um, but all those stores are available online for the pints. And then hopefully when we win this, <laughs> uh, there'll be some mini snack sizes available in distribution as well. Awesome. And you can find us on, on Instagram. We're also at Eat Peekaboo. 
Eat peekaboo. Perfect. Well, Jessica, thank you so much and uh, good luck in the finals. Thank you so, so much. I can't wait. Thanks so much for joining us. I'd love to invite you to watch the finals of the Real California Milk Snack Accelerator. Just send me a note at VentureFuel on LinkedIn and I'll get you the link to watch. Until next time.